It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello, welcome along to the Optus Sport post-match wrap show. And thanks to those of you listening on the Optus Sport football podcast. It has been a decisive day in Groups D and E. So we're going to begin our analysis by reflecting on Group D, which finished just minutes ago here on Optus Sport. And I'm going to start this by saying that before today, every game in this group had finished 1-0. Well, England ensured that very much wasn't the case this evening. That's because in our feature game on Optus Sport 1, it finished China 1, England 6. So much for us to get through. So let's start by looking at the goals. Thomas, let's start with the opener. Alessia Russo... She needed this goal, didn't she? Yeah, we were you know, talking about her and the pressure that she's on and the criticism for not getting these goals. And uh, you could see the relief and, and also from her teammates. You know, this is important that your striker is firing. And Lauren James, uh, what a player here. You know, just sending it up and uh, a great finish from Hemp. Uh, and for them on, you know, England were dominating. England were dominating and Lauren James once again set this game alight. Tanya, that is vintage James, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know what else to say, to be honest. I'm not surprised. Um, she does that time and time again. It's just come so naturally to her and it's frustrating at times that she's got that <laughs> ability in her locker, um, so casual. And we see here the, the penalty um, for China. Um, harsh yellow card, I thought, Thomas, in terms of the after the, it was awarded. Yeah, and, and a brief spurt that, that China had. They had a, like 10 minutes where they, you know, they put England under a bit of pressure. But, you know, Chloe, I think from, from then on, it was more or less England again. Yeah, look, I think it was their relentless um, ability to just keep going wave after wave of attacks for England. And um, I'm not surprised there was a few more and, and a couple of disallowed goals. But, yeah, six, you know. Looking, looking pretty good for them. It's not too bad, is it? It's yeah. not too bad. We've got some happy panellists here tonight. <laughs> We'd have taken that at the beginning of the night. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you mentioned their disallowed goals. Lauren James, having already scored one that we just saw, then had another ruled out rather controversially through VAR. However, our Rexona not done yet moment has to be Lauren James again because she's had that goal ruled out, Tanya, and then she produced this. Yeah, this is the one that I think was disallowed. Um, what a strike on, your, on her left foot. Uh, oh, sorry, yes, it was. No, it's fine. It's, um, the, it's almost a carbon copy of the situation, the mirror of the, the goal she scored the other day. And then um, this was great play, I thought, from England. Quite patient in terms of their build-up, pulling China back out, delivering to the back post. And the technique on that, she makes that look so easy. She's watched it all the way onto her foot, punched it back across goal. Yeah, oh, you enjoyed that one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But I, I do want to say that, like, Carter's delivery on a no-touch, just first time to the back post, whipped in, was so perfect. It was on a platter for her, and, of course, it was an unbelievable finish, but that ball was, was on a platter. Yeah, Lauren James with three goals and two assists. Not too bad today. This was England's fifth goal then, and if we're going to talk about the other ones being brilliant goals, this is probably one, Thomas, that the goalkeeper won't want to see again. 
Yeah, you know, that's when uh, she got overshot a little bit there, <laughs> <laughs> running out. Um, but yeah, you know, Chloe Kelly finished it off and, and, and then Rachel Daly, Daly getting a, a great volley uh, right at the end of the game. And, you know, there was a you know, bit VAR on this one as well, <laughs> but uh, luckily, yeah, and I think deservedly so, she got a, she got a goal. Yes, first tournament goal for Rachel Daly, who was back playing fullback once again in a much-changed lineup from Serena Wiegmann in the absence of Kira Walsh. But one thing that certainly did not change from the Denmark game was the performance of Lauren James. She was the player of the match and she's been speaking at full time. Lauren, England are through to the knockout stages and that couldn't have gone much better, could it? No, again, another day that obviously what dreams are made of. Um, Happy for the team and everyone's buzzing and, yeah, we're looking forward to going into the next round. You were involved in five goals tonight. Did you enjoy playing in that number 10 role? Yeah, I felt free. I mean, whether I'm on the wing or in the middle, I'm, to be fair, I'm just happy to be on the pitch playing and enjoying my football. And, yeah, I'm happy that I can contribute to goals as well. Talking of goals, you don't do tap-ins, do you? All your goals were belters. Is that something you've been working on? No, I think, like, again, like last game, I thought, why not just hit it and see what happens? And did you feel robbed to have one goal disallowed? You would have been on a hat-trick. Yeah, I know, a bit frustrating, but those things happen and, you know, just look forward to the next one. And you told me after Haiti that you want to show the world what you can do. Is there more to come from Lauren James? Yeah, for sure. Each day, each game, I'm looking to improve and get better and... You know, there's many more years of improvement and I can always get better, so I just need to stay focused and hopefully that can happen. And the next, fo the next focus is Nigeria. How tough is that going to be in the last 16? Yeah, very tough. To be fair, every team's been tough. Um, even watching the other games, teams are catching up with each other and, yeah, I know that will be another difficult game. Well played tonight, Lauren. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. Always so calm and composed in post-match interviews. I get the feeling she's going to have to get used to doing a few, few more of those if she puts in performances like that. Tanya, you watch her day in, day out. It's a good question there. Is there more to come? Because if there is, that's quite a scary prospect. Yeah, I think you've just seen a glimpse of uh, what, what Lauren James can do. And um, I spoke about it in the pre-game about that consistency and she's gone back to back with games. But if she can continue to improve and continue to, across a large period of time, um, produce performances like that, England are going are gonna to win a lot of things. I certainly hope so. Let's head out pitch side I now you'd like in that. Adelaide. Thank you. <laughs> I'll pay you later. Um, to speak to Joe Montemuro, who has been left alone pitch side. Not sure what's happened to Adriano, Joe. I don't, don't want to know what you've done with him, but what did you make of that England performance and particularly, once again, a player of the match winning performance from Lauren James? Yeah, look, uh, I think it was pretty obvious they were very dominant, and especially the, the, the system that they played, it just allowed them to get more bodies uh, past the, uh, the line of press. And, uh, you know, when you allow a player like Lauren James to float and, and have that free role, it was just, uh, it was just incredible from that perspective. It was, it was actually a joy to watch. I don't think they exerted themselves too much, and, um, and as I said, I think they prepared themselves very, very well with another system to go into the next round. Yeah, is that what's really important, Joe? Because today they knew they needed to avoid defeat. But was it about building without Kira Walsh, something that they haven't had to do for quite some time? We joked before the game, didn't we, about not knowing the formation. But Serena Wiegmann has clearly stumbled across another formation that does work. 
Well, I mean, uh, obviously they'd studied how uh, how China played, and they were they were very deep and also very very, uh, I think, uh, sort of t- towards the halfway line. You know, they they weren't really pressing on. So to have three at the back in the build up was quite was quite clever in regards to that. You're gonna you're gonna bypass their first line of press by having more numbers forward. And, and again, it's 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 a perfect build-up because they they uh, have built up from game to game. They've got another system they can bring into the um, into the next round. And uh, and from my my perspective, I think they're uh, they haven't even exerted them, exerted themselves too much. So I think they're quite fresh and ready to go. Joe, thank you so much for joining us, staying with us a bit later to chat. I hope you've enjoyed your evening. We certainly have in the studio. Joe Montemuro there, pitch side for us in Adelaide. Before we move on to the other game in Group D, Chloe. Are England serious contenders now? I know that coming into this tournament they were, but there's a few question marks after their opening couple of games. Yeah, look, I really like what Serena's done, being able to adapt to what's happening in this World Cup, and that's what's going to progress. Something that goes wrong, you get an injured player, you can adapt to, to make the squad, and you have a squad of 23. And I think she's used her versatility so well, um, and that goes to show for tonight because they did so well without uh, Kira Walsh. Yeah, everything feels like it could finally be coming together for England. They will play Nigeria on Monday in the round of 16 in Brisbane. The other team making it through are Denmark. 2-0 winners against Haiti. They go through as second place in Group D. Thomas Sorensen, I know you were very happy about this. Penilla Harder as well on the score sheet twice tonight. Yeah, uh, Pieloui's not, you know, a bit unlucky with the handball and, and Penilla Harder. You know, taking the responsibility and stepping up, uh, in, in playing in a new role today, a little bit further back, getting more in the first half. And, and finally, after a few VAR decisions, Trollsko, who came on as a substitute, finishes up right at the death. But I don't think it was ever really in doubt. And it was a solid performance. And uh, what a mouth-watering clash against uh, the Matildas. I can't wait. You know, bring it on next week. <laughs> yeah, Denmark deserved this tonight, didn't they? Haiti have put up such a good fight against teams, but they were just too good this evening. Yeah, they seemed like they were in control from start to finish. Um, the couple of goals or situations where things were sort of disallowed um, through VAR. and it, In both games. In, yeah, <laughs> I mean, 11 minutes of out of time in both games, so... Yeah, they were in control the whole way and I think, um, you know, deserve to go through and I agree with you, it's going to be a fantastic clash uh, with Australia. Similar celebrations to Thomas, um, when, particularly when that second goal went in and all the nerves were calmed. What does it mean, Thomas, to get through to the knockouts? Because it's been a bit of a difficult few years for Danish women's football. For sure. Uh, you know, they, they had that uh, final at the Euros uh, a fair few years back, but at the World Cup it, it's been a nightmare. It's been 16 years since we've uh, been there last and... And, and for us to, to, to progress, I think, is, is a fantastic achievement. Now, what a game they have now, Stadium Australia, 80,000 people against the host nation. You know, what an experience for these players. And who knows? You know, they go in there, they've got some quality, so, um, you know, anything is possible. Does anyone think that Thomas might be excited about the prospect of Denmark, Australia? Your eyes literally lit up the moment hey, you were able to talk about it. At the Men's World Cup, I was also excited, and that didn't go too well. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Australia perspective quickly on facing Denmark. Yeah, look, we played them not that long ago, a few months ago, and it was a 3-1 win um, in Denmark. But, look, I think they've done really well to be able to get themselves from where they started at uh, this World Cup and to where they are right now. So anything can happen in football, um, and it's going to be a great clash.
OK, let's check out the final standings then in Group D. England go through as group winners, plus seven goal difference, just one goal conceded across those three matches. Denmark going through in second place. China and Haiti go out. Haiti, unfortunately, without any points. But my gosh, did they put up some valiant performances in all three of their group games. So what does that mean? Well, that means that England will face Nigeria on Monday and then Australia will face Denmark Monday at 8pm. All three guys sitting next to me have got massive smiles on their faces. We can't wait for that one. It will, of course, be live for you on Optus Sport 8pm. Do not miss it. Now, we're going to take a short break, but tomorrow there is still plenty more to come on Optus Sport. Tomorrow on Optus Sport, it's crunch time in the FIFA Women's World Cup. Who's going through to the knockout rounds? Tomorrow, 4pm Eastern, some very tasty matchups. Argentina plays Sweden and South Africa have Italy. Tomorrow night, 7.30, we cannot wait. Jamaica take on Brazil and Panama face France. The thrilling final group games are here and every match is live on Optus Sport. Welcome back to Optus Sport. It wasn't just Group D that culminated today. It was also Group E. And it was a fascinating time as we found out who was going to finish top of Group E. Was it going to be the USA or was it going to be the Netherlands? Well, it was the Netherlands that put on a seven-star performance this afternoon against Portugal. Not against Portugal, sorry. They put them on against Vietnam. Portugal faced the USA. They put on an equally impressive performance, though, because they held them to a goalless draw. And Tanya, this is potentially a result that we didn't see coming. No, um, I think USA will be very frustrated um, with their performance and to not score um, when they've had some, some very good chances. Um, I thought that, you know, they, they probably need to be a little bit more clinical. Um, they can't afford to go into the knockout rounds, um, you know, and, and not take their chances. And Portugal have had a, a fantastic opportunity right at the death here. Um, and it's come off the post. So they're actually fortunate not to actually lose that game. Yeah, four goals is the fewest for the USA at a group stage. What's not quite clicked for them at quite a few points during this tournament already, Thomas? <sighs> you know, they just haven't produced enough chances. Um, you know, just a bit plain too, a bit too slow, I feel. Um, you know, it is an ageing side and, and all the sides, but that's what we've got to remember, all the sides around them are sort of catching up. You know, they've got, you know, Smith up front, you know, who's, who's, who's been brilliant, um, but, and Rodman. So there are exciting things there, but you just feel that the, the core of the team, they're just lacking a bit of intensity. Look, I, I think when you historically look at the US, you, you think of the players who can produce something out of nothing. And I think as we've brought, or Vlatko's brought through younger players, they've kind of lost that inheritance that they've had for, for years and years, um, the US, and it's been dwindling for a while, and Vlatko said that they haven't had much time together, but they've, they've had quite a while, they've had three mm -hmm. years in the build-up for this, so um, it is quite underwhelming, their performance so far, but if I know the US, they'll turn it on right when they need it, so... <laughs> it yeah, they've is got a bit of experience at this level, yeah. haven't they? They're not too bad, uh, if recent history is to suggest anything. Well, one player they will be without in the next round will be Rose Lavelle. She picked up a second yellow card today. I'm sure she's very frustrated with that and also the performance today after the game she caught up with Narelle Sindos. Rose, you could cut that tension with a knife but you got the job done. How did you see that match? 
Yeah, I think it was a tough match. It was intense. They made it really hard for us. Um, I think we had chances to put the ball in the back of the net, so I think we just got to be a little more ruthless um, in those areas. But credit to Portugal. I think they gave us a really, really good game. And, um, you know, I think we made it through on to the next, and that's where we got to put our energy now. What was going through your head when you got that second yellow? Yeah, um, obviously a bit disappointed in myself. Disappointed I can't play the next game, but um, I think we can control our energy and um, can't really put too much focus in that. I think it's, you know, next man up, and I feel like no matter who's out there, um, I feel so confident in them. Um, so, yeah, I think um, we'll, we'll go, go back to training, learn from this, and get ready for the next game. As it stands, it's looking like Sweden. Have you managed to watch any of their matches? Yeah, I mean, I think we've been watching all the matches. They've been um, they've been a lot of fun games. We obviously have. Um, we've played Sweden a lot. They're a great team, and um, we'll obviously look at how um, how we can match up against them. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Yeah, it does look like potentially the USA will face Sweden. They'll face the winner of Group G. Now, the other team that went through in some style were the Netherlands, 7-0 winners against the Vietnamese. I'd like to point out at this point that Ash Sykes did say last night that she thought this might happen. She thought the Netherlands might go through as group winners. Wow, a stunning goal, Chloe, to get them on their way in a stunning performance. I wish you could see my face because it looks a bit nasty. That's what that goal <laughs> is right there. It's just nasty. It is, like, phenomenal. It is hit so perfectly well, top corner, um, and I could watch that all day, every day. I imagine there'll be a lot of Netherlands fans that want to watch that performance overall backwards and forwards. What have you made of the Netherlands so far? Because everyone, when you looked at that group, expected them to go through, but probably as runners-up. Yeah, I think um, they've been quietly building, I think, in the background and, um, you know, maybe some of the more bigger nations, if you like, have taken the headlines, but they've been slowly sort of accumulating good performances and like we've just spoken about with, with England and Australia last game of the group and they've really turned it on and some absolutely brilliant goals there as well and they're going to be hard to stop going through to the next round. Yeah, good time to find some momentum, mm. isn't it, really, just before you go through to the knockout stages. This is confirmation then of the final Group E standings. The Netherlands go through as group winners with two wins and that draw against the USA and then USA on five points go through as runners-up. Portugal and Vietnam are out of the competition, Vietnam, without getting a single point. OK, time for us to take a short break here on Optus Sport, but still plenty more to come after this. We're going to be taking a look ahead at what we've got to look forward to tomorrow. Don't go anywhere. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B &B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always dive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Welcome back to the post-match show. Well, Sweden are on fire, aren't they? Although they did take a little time to get going in Group G with a narrow victory over South Africa, but they really made a statement with that massive win over Italy. They are, of course, already through to the round of 16, but if they want to cement top spot, they'll need to win or draw against Argentina tomorrow in Hamilton. Italy currently occupy second. They take on third place South Africa. What we do know, though, is the eventual winners will take on the USA, who just 
scrape by against Portugal here in Auckland tonight. The runners-up will have to face the Netherlands. So two tasty matchups to look forward to in the round of 16. Guys, back to you in the studio. Thank you, Narelle, for doing all of those permutations for us. My least favourite part of the job at this stage of the tournament, trying to work out who's going to face who. But she is right. It is going to be tasty. A reminder, Argentina versus Sweden will be on Optusport 1 tomorrow. South Africa versus Italy will be on Optusport 2. Coverage from 4pm Eastern for both of those matches. Let's preview both of them then, because Sweden, we know, are already through, Thomas. They face Argentina. If they avoid defeat, they will win. Argentina must win to have any chance of going through. Are the Swedes just going to be too strong for the Argentinians? Yeah, it depends on if they're going to change things up a little bit, try to, to save some players. But, you know, if, if, if they're coming out in their strongest outfit, I think they'll be way too strong. I think you're looking at Argentina, you know, they, they did, uh, you know, come back in, in the last game. But, you know, they, they're a little bit frail, especially at the back. They gave two silly goals away. And I, I just think, you know, Sweden have been so great on set plays. So it's on, <laughs> unreal. And Iljestad, you know, he's, I think he's got three goals. And they've got so many playmakers as well. Um, you know, so for me, I can't really see one winner in that one. Yeah, Sweden, one of the powerhouses of women's football. They've looked very efficient and very effective so far. Yeah, when we, um, she, they're another team that's, you know, probably started a little bit slowly. First game was a bit clunky, got, got the result, which is what they needed but have gone on since then and, again, found some rhythm and some real kind of, um, yeah, swag, I suppose. Um, and they've got such quality all over the park. It's so difficult to shut down. You close down one area and they can exploit you in others. So they're going to they're gonna go deep into this tournament, I think. They've um, really shown that over time, that they, they are a, a team that knows how to manage tournament football well. Um, and, yeah, I would think they're going to be too strong for Argentina tomorrow night. Moving on to the other game, one of the things I'm most intrigued about is to see this reaction from Italy because they had that huge defeat to Sweden last time out and now they're second in the group but they aren't qualified. It's going to be interesting to see how they respond, isn't it? Yeah, I'm really intrigued to see how they're going to respond because I think they're getting shellacked at home for, for their performance um, from their last game and, and rightfully so because um, they conceded way too many goals and I think it was their confidence that they lacked in that game and you could see their heads were down um, so hopefully they'll be able to respond a little bit better in this game against um, South Africa but can't discredit them they're still going to be great footballers and it's going to be a great game. Yeah from Italy point of view it's been interesting talking to Joe Montemuro in the studio where he's talked about what they've tried to do in Italy in terms of Serie A going professional the fact that he has to have so many Italian players in his Juventus side they're trying to invest so surely they can't afford to not go through. No, and I, and I think sometimes you need those results just to, to confirm that you're doing the right things back at home. And uh, But they're up against a, a great uh, South African side. I think, you know, they were great in that first game. Uh, you know, Mitolo in midfield, Katlanga out front. I think they've, they've really got some playmakers and, you know, they, they'll fancy their chances uh, in, in this one to, to potentially, uh, you know, hope for a result and uh, get through. Yeah, looking forward to both of those games. Coverage starts from 4pm Eastern here on Optus Sport. Now we're going to move our attention to Group F and I'm pleased to say that Brianna can bring us some updates on what we can look forward to tomorrow.
Well, tomorrow night, Group F wraps up with France taking on Panama right here in Sydney, while Brazil also faces Jamaica. France need just a draw to qualify for the round of 16. So the big question today was who will be in their starting 11. Irv Reynard was asked a lot of questions about his captain, Wendy Reynard. So it does seem that maybe she will be rested. While, of course, there are people like Becho off the bench who may actually start this match to give her a little bit more experience. She's, of course, just a teenager, but also the future of this France side, according to Irv Reynard. Now, on the other side of things, Panama, of course, are already out of this World Cup, but for them, tomorrow night is about pride. They, of course, have never qualified for a World Cup before and haven't picked up a point or scored a goal so far in this tournament. So France cannot rule out how strong a side they will be and the challenges that they may face. And of course, France did stumble against Jamaica earlier in the tournament, who had exactly the same drive. It's going to be an exciting clash and one not to miss. Yeah, definitely not one to miss. Both of those games featuring two teams who we expect to go deep into the tournament. A reminder, Jamaica versus Brazil will be on Optus Sport 1. Panama versus France will be on Optus Sport 2. Coverage starts at 7.30pm. Let's focus on Jamaica firstly and that game that game to me just I just think of all of the, the fans to be honest and the colour and some of the brilliant football we could see on display. Look, I'm so excited for this game. Honestly, it's probably going to be one of the most exciting games for the whole tournament in regards of the fan space and, and what it's going to bring to the stadium. It's going to be erupting. Um, I think there's some quality players that are going to do amazing things. I can't wait to see Brazil play with all of their flair in the middle of the park and there's going to be some amazing goals. Yeah, that's what you kind of think of when you think of this game. What are you expecting, Tanya? Yeah, goals for me. I think it's going to be all out. Both teams are going to go for it and... You know, they've got enough quality um, in and around the, the squad, um, Brazil, to, I think, really turn this game on its head. But, um, yeah, don't don't rule out Jamaica. They, they've been fantastic. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic... I agree with you, Chloe. I can't wait to sort of see what the crowd brings. And it's going to be an amazing event, I think. Yeah, and the group is so incredibly finely poised, as Brie touched upon there. The fact that Jamaica are level on points with France and then Brazil are just a point behind them. No one is through at the moment. Panama, though, are out. And, of course, they face France tomorrow night. So nothing to play for for them. But I don't think you can ever say there's nothing to play for when you're on the world stage, and particularly when it comes to pride. Yeah, you know, this is the first time they're here. You know, you, you want to do it for your country, for your family. And, and a goal, you know, a, even a point, you know, everything means something back home. And I think that's what they will take into it. But Jamaica, I think, is the story. You know, that draw in the first game, winning the second and who would have believed that they can just go in and get a draw against Brazil and they're through? You know, that's a fantastic uh, performance already. Yeah, let's focus a little bit more on Panama versus France then, because we've spoken about it from a Panama point of view. What about France? Are they serious contenders? And can tomorrow night show us if they're serious contenders? Yeah, I think so. But I also think that in the regards, can they maybe rest a few players and, and put some more players on that could get some minutes into their legs because you never know what's going to happen and maybe some confidence, some younger players to be able to get some minutes. Um, it's one of those games that you, you don't want to not start out your strongest team mm. because you do need to still, they still need to win. So, um, yeah, look, I'm really looking forward to how they're going to play, if they're going to change it up or if they're going to stay with their consistent starting 11. Yeah, France will qualify if they avoid defeats. They just need a point to go through. But really looking forward to all of those games. That's at the tail end of the day. But as always, the Daily Kickoff team will be back first thing bright and early to wake you up.
So much coming up tomorrow on Daily Kickoff. Jess McDonald is here to dissect all things USA and the Netherlands. Yeah, we'll find out who Matildas are playing as well in the round of 16. And we look forward to all things Group G and F. Don't forget Italy. Hopefully they can come back from a 5-0 loss. What do you reckon, Ames? Probably not. Top bins all right? Close? <laughs> not really. No? See you tomorrow. Just a recap to remind you that today the teams that joined the rest of the teams that are already through in the round of 16 were England and Denmark and USA and Netherlands. So we're getting closer to finding out our full picture of who's going to make the round of 16. Tomorrow we will find out even more because it's the final games in other groups as well. Argentina versus Sweden, South Africa versus Italy. Those games get underway at 5pm. Coverage from 4pm Eastern on Optus Sport 1 and Optus Sport 2. You've got a choice of games there and then later on you've got a choice of Jamaica versus Brazil on Optus Sport 1 and Panama versus France on Optus Sport 2. So still plenty to play for and plenty to tune in and enjoy here on Optus Sports. Now, we do know who the Matildas are going to face. They are going to face Denmark in Sydney on Monday night. How are you feeling, guys? Chloe, firstly, your reaction. You were emotional yesterday seeing them get through. Now you're seeing on the screen there the official fixture. It's confirmed. I'm stoked. Come here, me and you, yeah? Hey, we're not talking about that. <laughs> I was going to say, when England played Denmark, he was a nightmare. So you guys rocked up in your jerseys. Don't worry, I'll come in my full kit. I've got uh, everything. I love it. You know? I, think you might, it I think you might be outnumbered round here, Thomas, but yeah. it's going to be a brilliant matchup, isn't it? It'll be great for both nations. Uh, may the best team win. It's going to be a fantastic night on Monday. It is going to be a fantastic night in Monday, on Monday, in Sydney, packed out crowd. You're going to be there for Optus, Tanya. Will the home crowd help spur them on again, do you think? I think uh, we, we saw last night just the effect that the crowd can have and we were talking off air about how Denmark managed that. Um, it's, it, is, it is a factor um, and, you know, Chloe's already urged everybody to come on out and make sure that they're nice and loud and, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Denmark kind of uh, manage that. And also, with Australia now, is it finally time to stop talking about Samka? If she's back, great, but the other girls have put in the performances to get them this far. Look, I think the girls were able to do what they needed to do, and I think it should be able to minimise the, the chatter. We're not going to ever stop talking about Sam Kerr, but we don't need to discredit what all yeah. the girls are doing and the work that they're doing on the field because they're tremendous, and Sam Kerr is an unbelievable player, but it's not just her and the team, and the girls definitely showed that last night. They certainly did a brilliant performance from the Matildas, and two brilliant performances from England and Denmark. Makes it a very happy Optus Sports <laughs> Studio this evening. <laughs> Chloe, Thomas and Tanya, it's been my pleasure once again. Again, so England and Denmark are through to the round of 16. They will play on Monday in Brisbane and Sydney. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you join us for more fun and games on Optus Sport tomorrow. The only place to watch every game of this Women's World Cup. Bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.